tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome to the Mad Men After Buzz After Show. I'm not Matt Lieberman. I'm Joe Braswell. You most certainly are not Matt Lieberman. I'm not. I'm not as good looking as he is. Nope. But I, but, but, uh, I was, I was gone last man. week. Now Matt's gone this week, so I'm here. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm joined by the lovely Sterling Gates. Hey, hey. Hey, Sterling. What's up? How you doing? And I'm also joined by the lovely Joe Sanfilippo. I'm here, too. It's nice to, nice to be here. Nice to be here. Uh, so we have big, like, lots to talk about here. Like, uh, You think th- so? Things are coming apart. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about things it. Things are coming apart. I think things, I think things are uh, sort of coming apart mostly for Don Draper. Um, pe- um, Peggy uh, has, has an issue with Mathis, you know, that we'll talk about a little later. Um, oh, my gosh. Joan. Joan is off in Joan LA. Joan is, is off in LA and making LA, friends with Richard. With, with Bruce Greenwood. And the, and the, lovely, Bruce, the lovely Bruce Greenwood. And, and, uh, fantastic. Glenn, yes. and Glenn Bishop. And the return of Glenn Bishop. Return of the Glenn. Like, looking a lot like uh, Robert Pattinson. Yes, he really is. Yeah. Huh? He's vamped out. Well, that's, that's Matthew Weiner's son. Is it? Martin Weiner. Yeah. And so that's the only reason that's I think right. he's cast in this. Oh. And keeps coming back. Yes, it is like deep water. Deep well, water. I, I, was, yeah. I was saying like he was creepy. The, the, the scene with Glenn and Bet and Betty was creepy back when it happened the first time. But you know, I think I think he's still still creepy. That that very creepy. Yeah. It's very well, hard to watch. Yeah. yeah, but Betty was a little creepy this time around too. I think Betty was. I thought it was actually quite sweet. You felt what? that sweet? I thought it was sweet. <laughs> yeah. Cheers to you, Mrs. I Ron. did. No, I think, no, listen, I think that, well, we can jump right into that. I, I think that, um, it was, it was initially creepy how she was obviously clearly attracted to him or like, oh, it's you, Glenn. Enjoying Uh-oh. the attention, certainly. Sally's giving them the look back and forth. But I think towards the end, you know, when she says, like, I'm married, and then she's like comforting him because he's going up to war. And it's kind of like, you know what, kid, it's okay. She puts her hand on his, on his cheek. I thought that That's was a sweet. fair point. It landed in a nice place. It landed in a sweet place, my whole point. I personally don't think that either of them had chemistry with each other. And then also, People talk a lot about uh, Betty coming into like all of this emotional maturity, especially this season. But right. I, she can't think of another reason to say no to this to this Sorry. like teenager coming on to her, other than the fact that she's married. I just I just don't think she is actually maturing so you, oh, that so much. You, right. So you think that was the, the the move? Like I'm married is not. Yeah. Like it's like is that the only reason you're <laughs> saying no? Yeah. Like, there are so many reasons you should say no. As the fact to that you're Glenn, married. What the hell? Yeah. Like, like, get out of here. You're Glenn, my daughter's you're, friend. And right. you're the creepiest person I've ever met. Yeah. They, like, that's a good reason to say no, I think. Oh, Glenn. Oh, Glenn. <laughs> All right. Well, let's back up. So what, what, what do you think of this episode, Joe? How do you feel about this episode? You know, it, I, I, I've, seen, I've seen some people online who are mad at, at this season, like the way it's kind of shaking out. And it, it, 
I just I'm I love this show. I love everything about it. And and like I'm watching this episode and and I'm just it's like the, it, all the little things are laid out in front of us. All the little 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 clues as to where we're going to go. And when you see the 1970 magazines that he's tossing down, welcome to 1970 right around the corner. It's 1970. You, you know, this show was the 60s and so when you saw those you knew this this whole thing is over. This is it just uh I love it. I love everything about it and I love the way they ended this episode. It catch you in a really nice clean slate, fresh we New talked dumb. about we talked about before how Matthew Weiner had we, he thought you know season six was the end and season six was written as mm-hmm. the end so this is really like you know this is kind of like an, an epilogue if you will like this is sort of like after even season seven point seven the first half of the season was like that was a solid one. end that yeah. was a solid end everything everybody's happy we're all millionaires uh, you know um, Cooper's dancing away like it was it was great so now. But right. if you look at it a little bit meta, you know, a little bit more like like what's what's the the you know if he's also kind of playing with us a little bit. I mean, it, that that's that it's kind of great. Like like yeah, we all win, everybody right. wins, and now the forecast, especially this episode. Okay, now what? That's well. That to me is a, is, right. is the theme of this entire back right. half. Is absolutely. Now and now what? Well, it really didn't forecast much at all. I feel like it was just Don asking everyone around him what they think the future looks like when really he has no idea what's going to happen. Right. And especially at the end when we just see him now, he doesn't have a place to live. He's a million dollars short. He doesn't have a wife or really a relationship with Sally or any of the kids. Right. So it's, it's from really now we only have four episodes to figure out like. Are we ever going to know what Don Draper does, or is it just going to... Or what, what will become of him? I mean, it, it's, yeah. it, it's interesting. Like, another thing they talk about is the story have, could have ended, you know, this, this sort of workplace drama meets, you know, relationship drama um, of Mad Men. Could have really ended it in every separate season, but then we get a little more and a little more. There's, no, there's not many real cliffhangers, but now it sort of feels like... It feels like a thing that you, you dip in at any point of these people's lives, you'll find out sort of where they are in their lives, so... I don't know. I don't know that we'll get an actual. I don't know if we'll get a real end. I don't know if we'll get like the definitive. And that's what happens to Don Draper. I hope we don't have like a flash forward to like Don in like nineteen ninety one. Right, like they did at Will and Grace. Like they did Will and Grace. I don't, suddenly they're one hundred and ten and haven't hung yeah, out. Yeah, I don't want to flash forward, but I don't know. I don't know what will become of them. But well, I mean that's life, right? I mean you got it, it's funny. It's it's hard to conceive of it, but you know, you know, I was I was visiting my my wife's grandfather who's ninety three, ninety four this year, and he was a bombardier in World War Two. And you see all the pictures wow. of him in World War Two, wow. and then you see what he did in the sixties and seventies when he was at his absolute peak right that's when you hit with the middle of the bat yep and and then you see him now in 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 a, in a in a home and he's still sharp but he's you know he needs help all the time and it's it's fascinating to re- to kind of recognize that these men and women went through all these eras they're not of a particular era they're just people and it all continues it keeps going mm-hmm. so all the things that we kind of use as as shorthand to remember the 60s the 70s the 80s People kept going through that stuff. I mean, these were little, little, uh, little blinks, you know, right. and, and it keeps going. And it's difficult, I think, sometimes for us to remember that, you know, that, that this is not a, a finite thing. This all continues to go. Yeah. It keeps moving. And also, I think the season asks the question, what happens when you get everything you ask for? I mean, this That's is, the question. This is like, you know, they've been fighting and fighting, and I mean, you know, for, from every iteration of the agency, we've seen, we've seen the growth from Peggy from a secretary and, and, and Joan from an office manager, and to all these people, even Pete, they have this, this entire evolution of every Everyone there, and now they're even Ted Shaw. You know, we've seen we've seen his evolution. You know, and now they're all there, and it's kind of like well, I don't know. Now what? Pharmaceuticals? Well, that's the yeah. thing. He goes, <laughs> he, he, goes, he goes to everybody at the at the firm, everybody whose whose opinions we kind of uh, have come to value, and and uh, nobody has an actual plan personally for the future. 
Well, All Peggy can, does. Peggy, Peggy did say. But for Don, to have a great here, idea, he's wanting an answer for himself from Peggy. Right. Yes. And she's like, I want to be creative director. And he's, well, I've already done that. I want to land a big account. He's like, well, I've done yeah. that. So what's next? Like, what do I do? Right. Is what I feel like he was trying to get at. No, that's a great point. That it's, it's, it, with Ted, too, he's really trying to get the mirror for himself. And Ted, clearly Ted's got a mustache. And he's like, hey, well, man. Pharmaceuticals aren't yeah. Ted had like no goal compared yeah. to Peggy. And but Peggy Peggy had some real things like I want to create something meaningful. Yeah. You know, like that's that's something. Don's like, eh. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm not so sure. But, but yeah. Well it, it's interesting how small everyone's everyone's how narrow everyone's focus was. Right. In in, in regard to that question. Now, now obviously you're answering that question at work, so I mean you're probably thinking in terms of work. Well no 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 no. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. This is their life. Their their work, all all these people, Pete. Peggy, Don, like, you know, this is their life. So, so that, that, this is kind of, I think that's the whole point. Like, they don't have any ambitions. They can't see outside of the next account or the bigger account or create anything more meaningful because that's all they know. Yeah. Right? That's, that's a sad, that's, a, I think that's a commentary there. So, so if that's the deal, then, then, then when you're searching for that next thing, that, that bigger thing, that bigger meaning, no one here is going to be able to answer that question. And, and isn't that, the, isn't that what we get out of this episode, right? The only person who comes close is Peggy. And even then, it's still somewhat work related. I want to create something that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I mean, it's, it's interesting that, that no one's goals were anything you could you could hang your hat on for a Gettysburg Address, quote-unquote. No right. one's goals were anything that you could make aspirational. Right. There was no one in that office that came up with a goal where you'd be like, that's it. That's the spot. And that's I think that's the whole point. And I love, I love the idea of paralleling Don and Richard. Because here's Richard, who did it all. He's a millionaire. He's, mm-hmm. if, you, if, he's, if he's to be trusted as a narrator, I think he is. And, and he did everything he was supposed to do. And he's, here he is. You know, he's left his wife. He wants to travel. He wants to do all these things. He's got a plan. But he's way late, right? right. He's going at it way late in life. And then, of course, he meets Joan. And he probably has a pretty good chance of getting waylaid here. Well, I want to unpack that whole thing in a second here. Because I want to I I get into that, that whole storyline. But, but wanna... that's interesting to me. Like, okay, if everybody's work, if everybody's aspirations going forward are work-related, Richard's are not. Richard's, he wants to travel. He wants yeah. to be free. He wants sure. to go and check it all out. Right. And and uh, and, and maybe that's, uh, you know, maybe that's something Don can look at. Well, there's an interesting juxtaposition between sort of like all the people in this world and then here's Richard in this world. Like, this is this is... I'm doing everything I want, you know. This is what you guys are tied to, but I'm doing everything I want. So there's, there's sort of a parallel between maybe, you know, the, the, the opposite side of what Don is, possibly with Richard. I mean, we'll right. see how that plays out. But, um, but I do want to talk about Don. I want to, I want to talk about um, this first, you know, Don with the realtor and him trying to sell the place. His and patio I, furniture? And yeah, I, I just want to talk about what, I thought that scene was, was horribly sad and, and, and awesome at the same time when she's telling him, you know, and he's like, you know, what, what's wrong? What's the big deal? Like, and, he, and you know, Don's like, I'm a salesman. Like, this is easy. Yeah. Sell them dreams. Sell them, tell them that he created the Frisbee and they're off to France. And they're right, the castle. Stuff. Tax problems. Yeah. Done. Well, and his ability to create a picture like that, it sh- he should be perfect for you know, doing writing the speech and it should be a cakewalk for him but the fact that he's making it so about his own personal life as opposed to you know just lay out the future of this company really quickly like just sell them on that doesn't have to be a huge thing but he really thinks hard into it but we know he can create those you know those ideal futures or paint that picture for us sure i mean that that that, that's don draper i mean don is the guy who brought the carousel speech so he's he's definitely capable of sort of bringing us these things but like in that moment in the in the in the apartment when the when he's having a conversation with the realtor and he's telling and she's saying she's having problems. This place looks sad. This place looks like a guy who spilt wine on the, on the you know whose wife left him and is divorced and and, and he doesn't care enough doesn't about care himself enough to, clean to clean it up. There's, yeah, that was harsh. I was like, nothing, oh, there's nothing. Uh, there's Big no way. Mirror. 
Th- that there's no way to shine a bigger mirror on your life than to sell your house. Yeah. There's no more clear-cut way to take a real stock of yourself than to sell or buy a home. No, very Because true. you are absolutely... You can BS people at work, and you can paint all the pictures you want, and you can lie to people all you want. And people will take for granted that when you had the cocktail party, maybe things weren't quite what you wanted them to be. Right. Whatever. But the reality is, when someone is buying your home, they're buying your baggage. Yeah. They're buying your lifestyle. And you can't hide from that. And, that, and, and, and more importantly, that's a great point, Joe. More importantly, when the realtor is having that conversation with you, she's having that sobering conversation with yeah. you. You're like, my house is great. I'm great. This place is awesome. It's like, uh, no. No, this is this is crap. There's nothing <laughs> she said this place reeks of failure. So <laughs> and they said, that's a little bit And failure was the theme. The failure over and over again. Mathis, you're a failure. This is a failure. There's, I mean, failure was the theme in this episode. This place reeks of failure is very harsh. I thought that that was a very harsh critique I, of the I house about and, and Don. A spot I, on. But I'd have fired that really. Though. I wouldn't have kept her around. <laughs> well, she was have. not very nice. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, he, he said, you know, there's a lot, been a lot of great memories here. But when I when I heard that, I was like, what are the great memories? No. I don't even... Well, can't even think of one off the top. Right. Oh, there's, 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 yeah, I think that that was also the parallel there. I think Don is, is, is a horrible realization for Don that like, the, the emptiness of that whole thing, how fast it's over. He's like, God, there's been so many great memories here and, and this place is wonderful and it's this wonderful, you know, this is wonderful apartment. She's like, no. And it's like, I think for him, it's like, God, this, this really, this, this is empty. It's, it's like, I'm left with nothing. I think, I think all those wonderful memories, like the apartment, like everything else, is this sort of contrived, thing that was not really real in the first place. I think that, like, the fact, even at the end of last episode, he's sort of sitting in the empty apartment, you know, sort of like, really, that that felt like the beginning of, either the beginning of the end or the beginning of a transition, and now, at the end of this episode, with it sold, him standing outside the apartment, I mean, that's not by accident, like, it's, it makes you wonder where Don's, you know, where, where he's going, but he's getting... Uh, you know, he's he's losing weight. I mean, he's dropped in the apartment. He's 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 you know he's he's empty. We're, we're deconstructing him. All the all the trappings that he's built around himself, and that and that and we, we should get to that. Obviously, we'll get to the girls at, at dinner. Uh, Sally and her friends. You know, I mean, when when you go to identify yourself with a shorthand, right? And the girl says, "Oh, well, you live in New York, and oh, you, you live in what do you live in a penthouse on the yeah. approach?" As a matter of fact, I do. That's you're identified immediately. You can uh-huh. strap yourself into that, and you are that guy. Right. And when you know, and and that's gone. That is over now. Who am I? What am I? We talked. I had a question. We we talked about this um, in week one, but it feels like um, this. They're setting this up maybe to, to sort of strip Don back to right. to Dick Whitman. You know, hopefully, because at the end of the day, hopefully, this is what I hope. And I don't know if you guys think the same thing. At the end of the day, he's only like once the, the construction of Don Draper was this. You know, guy was pretty much a constructed guy who he's built into this wonderful, you know, uh, New York Manhattan genius. But then Dick Whitman is the sort of deconstructed California guy in polo, in polo shirts. I mean, maybe this is us, us seeing him being deconstructed back to a place where he realizes all the rest of that stuff is BS. What's really means something is, is, is Dick Whitman is me. Mm-hmm. I hope that's it. I don't know. What do you, what do you, do you I think? don't know if we'll make it that far in that process. Well, I don't know. Do you think? I mean, do you think this, that we're headed for a bad place with Don? Like, people, no, I don't think so. Is that what do you think, Sterling? Is I just feel like he's really just not going to change mm. ever. 
I see. I think there's to an go opportunity back to be completely Dick Whitman. I just feel like that's a big transition from where he is right now. But but, but he doesn't have anything right now at the end of this episode, yeah. so he really could go anywhere. No, I'm saying he's forced, he's being forced to change because yeah. things are changing around. Right. Him. We, we exactly. talked about it last week, right? Because when 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 Megan's mom took all the all the, the had all the furniture pulled out, right? That's that is all the vestiges, all the stuff you could hide behind, right? As as a divorced guy, all the stuff you could kind of pretend was still your life. It's all gone, right? right. And so I, I think last week I, my thought was if if he comes back this week and he's hired a designer to put a new house, a new a new set of furniture in there, which is he's a, he's got plenty of money, he could do that overnight. Sure. Uh, then then there's no hope for him. That was my thought. Yeah. Yeah. But if if he if he took it as an opportunity to to revamp and rethink, then then I think he's got an opportunity really to to figure out who he is. Huh. And so I kind of think that's that to me it's hopeful. The patio furniture in, in the living room. Right. It's so hard to know where they're going to go with this show. Yeah. I never know. Whatever. My predictions are never right. So, so, we, get out of that. Okay. so. We, we get out of that and we see, so we get, so he gets to the office and we talked about this. We talked about Rogers who charges him with, with writing this Gettysburg Address type speech. And we know that Don, as you mentioned, Don is the guy to write these speeches and, and you know, like, you know, um, uh, we think that Don's going to hit this out of the park, of course, but he's struggling with it. And we, we touched on all this before. Um, him trying to find out sort of, uh, you know, it, this is something that you would think that Don could just do in his sleep, right? But right. now, you know, him examining what, 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 what does this all mean at a, at a meta level is sort of like almost causing an internal breakdown, right? Well, there, there's a, there's a, you know, when you, when you start a business, there's a lovely period of time that you hate when you're in it, but when you look back on it, you get it. Right. There's the struggle to survive, and the struggle to survive will will just absolutely lean you out. You don't have any room for anything else. There's no room for what, what will we do in ten years? What will we do in twenty years? Screw it. Can I keep the lights on for the next six weeks? Can I keep right. the lights on for the next eight months? And once you once you get past all that, then you've got to figure out some really deep stuff. Right. And and I think that moment he said it in that meeting with uh, with uh, with with Ted. You know, I like when 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 they first uh, before before McCann, all I ever thought. Uh, was will we be in business next year? Will we be in business, uh, you know, in, in a few months? But now he's got to face like you have real questions, right? right. I, I wrote down white people problems because that's right. you know <laughs> that's what occurred to me. But it's like w- when you have these, th- when you have enough success, then you got to figure out what it means. When you don't have the success, right. you're just hustling. You don't need to think. Yeah, right. well, that, you don't have the room. And you see that in the scene with Peggy when she just wants her performance review. She just yes. wants to be yeah. told that she's doing a tell good job. Tell me I'm pretty. Yeah, so, just so tell Peggy, me that I've way. had a great year. Right. Yeah. And and he's like, what do you see in your future? Right. And she, she's, is that on there? Yeah. That was, <laughs> <laughs> what? That was the quintessential Peggy and Don scene, though. It seems like that sort of sums up their entire relationship of like Peggy being like, I like, of course, Don has to get a performance review, like, like validate me, Don. Tell me right. that like I'm doing a great job. I need to hear this, right? And he's like, all right, well, yeah, like, well tell me you're paying attention too. I'm working my ass off, you right. know. Yeah. That's what the money's for, right? <laughs> yeah, that line. Uh, well, let's go back to that. I want to talk briefly about the whole Peter Pan um, debacle. Uh, so, uh, my boy, uh, what's my man's name? Mathis. Mathis, uh, is, has, is, has the Peter Pan account and they, they, they need Don to sign off on it. Don goes in, they run off the, the, uh, this Dear John Letter campaign, which seems a little goofy to me. Um, have a, have a horrible tag. Don corrects, corrects the tag. They go to pitch and it goes horribly wrong, right? Uh, they get into argument in front of the client. This is yeah. Yes. And so, uh, Mathis comes in to, to, to seek advice from Don, you know, like almost coming to, to Don to, to for all the answers. And I, I feel like Don, who's angry and dismissive, pretty, I, I thought he gave him pretty good advice. I don't know. Did you? Well, it was very Don Draper advice. Right. And the thing about that is only Don Draper can effectively be Don Draper. Right. As someone like Mathis could never pull off 
you know, telling the client that they're the asshole in the situation. Right. So. Right. Which, 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 which one's the lesson? Yeah. And what happens to me and Joe flip all the time? I can never get away if this guy gets away with. Oh, uh, that's, that's, that, that is true. 15 years. <laughs> see? There it is. And, and I will say this. Um, uh, most people can't get away with the crap you get away with. Um, what does that mean? I mean, I'm 20 minutes late for everything in your life. Huh? It, God bless you. <laughs> but but it's interesting because when you live in that in that what, what they do they did that whole thing on uh, was it was it was it Seinfeld where they did the uh, Bizarro. With, no, oh no, it was Thirty Rock where they did the, the 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 bubble. You live in the handsome bubble. Oh yeah, you remember the good looking yes, bubble? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. that was and that was uh, that was that was Don. That was. Right. Uh, uh, that was John that did that, and it was you know you live in that bubble, right? And you don't know it. Well, it's interesting. Like Matthew Weiner also mentioned that, like he never shied away in the series from how beautiful you know uh, Don Draper and Betty Draper are. Like he's like you know even Roger said that's a like, real you thing. Know, Roger Roger said like they belong on the wedding cake, you know, like right? all the yeah. time. They're like perfect. you guys are perfect, and so they've always the whole series. But I love the way they're really dealing with this in a real sort of in your face way, and that confrontation. Um, that I bet the advice he told Don, I mean he told Mathis was great, but actually. There's no way that Mathis can execute that. Exactly. No, he could execute yeah. the soap, but he couldn't. Right. Exe- yeah, he, he couldn't execute the bravado. There and to no be way. fair, Don told him to do the soap line, not yeah. the first one he said. Yeah, because like you're that not was just me. an example of right. something he did. But I do like the idea, the parallels between him, which, that Sally made between between he and Betty. I like the idea of Don being called out on that. Absolutely. Like, but I, his reaction to me said that he already knew that he was just like, "Yeah, you're just like your mother and I." Right. Oh, I mean, oh, to, to Sally. At the to end Sally there. at the end. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he didn't even, when Mathis came back in and told him, you know, you're just handsome, you don't have any character. Right. He didn't really, he wasn't like, yes, I do, or defend, no. he just was like, you know, we all have our problems. Well, well, that's, well, how, how do you think, <laughs> well, how do you think he felt about that? Because I felt like, I feel Don feels like he's more than just a pretty face. I think he feels well, that way. But hearing that from Mathis, it, 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 it didn't seem to really land or sting, like you said. It didn't seem to land or sting, but he still fired him. Well, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Eventually, at some point, you've crossed a line, and then, then you can just have those, 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 uh, the, just the, what you call it, like, the, it's almost like, you know, the old Get Smart promo from back in the day. You know, the, 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 the walls just come down. Whang! Right. I'm the boss. You said that to me. You can't say that to me. You're fired. Right. And so I no longer have to address whatever it is you are saying. Because status takes over, and uh, what's, what's appropriate in the workplace takes over, and I no longer have to actually deal with this in a real way right. because you've crossed over into a place where I have to fire you. So we don't. This conversation's over. I mean, that's essentially what happens. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, all right. So, but do, do you think? Well, okay. Do, do but with th- Sally, the status is different, obviously. Right. And so, wait, wait. Do, wait, do you think? He's, do you think he's justified in environment? Do, do, do I don't think that's a hard choice. What? No. What? How do you back out from that? I don't know. You cut the kid a break. Well, he cut him the break. He cut him the break the first time. Right. When Pete wanted to say, wanted, wanted to fire him. Right. And then the second time, you got up in my face, right? Yeah. You, you said that, that I have no character. Right. And, and, and all, all, the first thing, all that happened was you were off the business. You weren't fired. Yeah. But you went and got in my grill and you said, I have no, I have no character. It's all just because I'm handsome. Well, screw you. You're like, out. Good and, night. and Mathis can't blame Don for how he acted in the exactly. meeting. So right. You, you're a grown ass man. I gave yeah. you some ideas. Very true. I didn't tell you to take the grenade in there and throw it at them. That was your idea. And he delivered that line to him oh. just so, so <laughs> yes, poorly. Yes. The timing was, I mean, the comedic timing was, was a 10. It was funny for us. Yeah, yeah, to the, watch. The, the, the comedic timing for us was a 10. I loved <laughs> yeah. Pete's reaction. He was just like, what? It's the are big, you like, doing? collective, like, oh. No. <laughs> Everyone in that office was just stunned. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hopeful eyebrows were great. I want to get to Joan in a second, but I want to. First, go back to the whole Betty. Um, so we, the return of Betty we saw her last week, but we, the return of Sally, which is cool. And it, was, it was cool to see Betty and Sally's interaction, even though they still have sort of a cold reaction. I mean, how did you take 
the sort of the Betty uh, Sally, Betty telling Sally, there'll be boys there. And- well, yeah, well, I think this episode for Sally and Betty was a really good one until um, Glenn showed up. Right. Because even when they were in the kitchen and they were having a little bit of a bonding moment, and even when um, Sally was a little quick with her, or was a right. little sarcastic, she didn't immediately ground her like she would have done in the past. She just kind of played it off and, right. you know, then tried like to get, and she gave forth. her some, like, motherly advice about yeah. when she went on the she trip. Tried I was to like, bond wow. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wow, this but is Sally, a lot of progress there. Sally shut her down, though. She shut well, her down funny, but, though. But it was, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't hey, weird. It wasn't weird. late, Mom, and so am I. Hey, so am I. That was great. Yeah, yeah that was a great little joke to throw at your mom sometimes. But it wasn't until when Glenn showed up and she gave her the side eye and was, right. well, to watch your mom flirt with this kid that you've had a relationship with well also i think i think it's you know well sally said at the end it's like people give you attention and you guys just ooze Ooze. you guys can't help yourselves and and, and i think i think that's pretty spot on for 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 what we know about both of those characters and so it was interesting to sort of have sally call them both out in that way because betty i mean i don't I can't, I can't tell what's going on there because is, is it, is it that Betty was getting that attention from him or was Betty genuinely attractive to Glenn? Like what was happening in that, in that sequence? I think guys? it's just the attention. Well, I don't want to think that she's attracted to him. Well, let me ask you this. And I, and I wonder if well, she is, was like, Oh, Glenn. Well, I, well, let me ask you this. This is the question. Is it, is it a, is it a matter of, okay, this person's attracted to me. Uh, but this person's a four, and it doesn't matter if a four is attracted to me. That's to be expected. But wait, he's elevated. Now he's an eight, and he's attracted to me. No, no, Joe. He wasn't a four. He was four. He was a kid. Okay, but, but, but <laughs> that's a fair point. He was like, he was but, like seven. But I guess, I guess it seems to me that, that it's, it's a matter, a matter of like relevance. It's a matter of like, like now he's old, he's old enough, and he's, and more importantly, he's good looking enough for, for that to matter to her. Well, Does that make any sense? So, like, not that necessarily that she's really attracted to him, wait, but that he's but well, are, he, is your is your theory that like when he was nine years old or whatever and him hitting on her, it was it was weird. But now that now he's that old. he's old, it's well, like well, oh, it's not remember, weird. Remember when you oh, were wait, nine? It makes it no, even weirder. Yeah, because she gave him like some of her hair, and he's probably right. had that and like sleeps forever. With it yeah, and just knowing that should creep you out. Yeah, well, but, but now but, she's like, oh, you're back. She's like well, loved me you. all these years, and you're. But if we're taking this to be <laughs> to be to be the thing that anyway. she and Don have in common in, in Sally's eyes, let's take let, let's let's compare them because you had dinner with those girls, and when the the goofy girl with the with the braces was flirting with him, that uh-huh. didn't bother Sally at all. But the one the one who was who was actually tr- pr- pretending to be a little sophisticated, who was laying it down a little bit, right. that bothered her. Well, she was like really flirting, like, right? She was, but, she was doing yeah, the, the, the doing glass twist and the whole like, <laughs> oh, so the penthouse, well, right. lighting but, the cigarette. Yeah, and, she, you know, the other girl's but, like, but these. My point is that they are actually potential. Uh, they're potential mate material. I think in a more in a more basic way. I think that there's there's a possibility that in three or four years, if that girl was three years older, Don would definitely hit that. Oh, come on, think it through. Yeah. Come on, if she if she was twenty one and he met her in a bar, absolutely, 20. no questions I, asked. I think the difference between right. Betty and Don is that uh, I don't know if there's like a difference, but Betty. It feels more intentional 
when she's getting that intention, the way she responds. But for Don, I feel like it's just so natural, and he doesn't even notice that he's doing it sometimes. Right. Because mm. he's just Don Draper, you just know? Just donning it up. He's just donning it up, and he doesn't even know when he's being charming or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't really matter how old they are. I agree. I agree. I mean, he's, he's but so, he's, like, oh, I, I, I think he's a attention. little self-aware. Attention. Yeah. Well, I think he's a little <laughs> self-aware at sometimes, but for the most part, I think it's he's doing his thing. Um, when, were, you, were you surprised to see? Were you surprised writer. to see Glenn? Did you, did you think Glenn was attractive? No, no, not at all. You're like, oh, look at this hottie. <laughs> I no? just, I just don't. Th- there just wasn't nothing? any chemistry. Doesn't doesn't have any like facial reactions. That mm. was very. One dimensional. That, 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 that winter kid, not, not very good of an act, not, well, not actor. I, I, I think, I don't know, but. but I me, thought it was unnecessary to bring him back. I, okay. Uh, so you think it was a, a, like, you know, it was Winerson. Come on, son. We'll bring you back one more time. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but in the last final <laughs> episodes, I just don't, I wasn't thinking, oh, I really hope they bring Glenn back. Right. You know, I completely forgot about it. It was good to see Glenn. <laughs> For me, it was good to see Glenn. I, I, I thought it was good to see him. I thought, I thought it was, you know, it, it, I don't know. There's people, I'm, I'm, we're also waiting for Sal. To come back, I don't know if he will come back, but like, uh, you know, Sal, yeah, yeah. Uh, Time Magazine, I think Time had a, had a big write up on like all the uh, Time dot com, I should say, had all, all the all the long the longest uh, uh, recap, re, well, the mm-hmm. longest of, of uh, recurring characters, the longest oh, gaps oh, oh, yeah, you've yeah. seen someone like twenty two episodes, thirty episodes, whatever. And uh, Glenn Glenn's up there, but um, anyway, I'm sorry. So uh, I, it was good to see Glenn. Uh, I thought it was cool. I was a little shocked that he did all that for Betty, or did not all yeah. that for Betty, but he that he made his move. I actually thought Betty's going to go for it. Did, you, did anyone think Betty was going to go for it? I didn't want her to. I didn't mm. want her to, but you know, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I just thought she would. I thought she, I thought she would. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been surprised if she did. Honestly, yeah. there's something about the two of them. You you, you touched on it earlier where they 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 both have very very blank. They both don't do much on on camera. They both are very, very, very. So I don't find much empathy. I don't. Have, I don't I've never had empathy for Betty, and I certainly don't have any for Glenn. So it was really it was interesting to watch because it was almost um, academic. It was right. almost like, well, none of, they hook up. Okay, if they don't hook up, okay, none of my business. So wait, neither of you removed. It, it felt really forced. I don't know. It just didn't okay. seem. Didn't neither seem you right. removed with with the whole I don't like. Know. If I felt like they had some chemistry, I would have been like, all right, Betty, I. Can see it. Hand, hand on the cheek and I'll yeah, see you like off. with the girl with Don Draper. I felt like there was a little bit of chemistry there. there. Yeah. yeah, but with Betty, that's kind of gross. In yeah. a year, but, it's legal. But there was, but there was just a little bit of something there, as, as was. inappropriate as that is. Yeah. But with Glenn and Betty, it was just I didn't feel like there was any any, any connection. I thought it might happen, but I, I, I definitely did not think there was any chemistry. But I liked the way it, turned, it got turned around, and I thought that I thought that was a rare moment of sort of Betty of of, of compassion. It Betty. sounds like you would have rather Betty kiss Glenn than Don hook up with the oh one hundred percent. I think. I what's mean, the, well, I guess he's eighteen, so that's a different. You thing. know yeah. I, what I think was interesting about yeah, this? Yeah, that's uh, huge I, difference. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Be- Betty knows how to behave. Like she knows how how things are supposed to be done. Like, like it, it seems to me like that it kind of flows both ways. Like she knows how to send a boy off to war. She said the right things. Yeah. She said you'll come back. I'm sure of it. You'll be fine. All, she said all the right stuff. They have all the comforts and, of home, right? She said all the <laughs> sure things. They you're, do. No, all the all <laughs> the path, all the comforts of home. All sorry. the pa- she she said it right. Yeah. So, right. All, in Vietnam, you know, and, and, and we love you long. Anyway, so all the stuff that she's that she's supposed to say, sending a boy off, she said. And Sally said none of them. She had nothing to say. She had no idea how to handle it. She she lost her temper. She said he's going to go murder kids. But Betty knows the things to say. And it was interesting to me. It's almost like there's a part of Betty that's like pre-programmed. Right. And so when Glenn pr- w- approached her, 
as, I mean, for her, she didn't recognize him. Here's an attractive young man who obviously feels she's attractive. She knows the things she's supposed to do. Let me check my hair. Let me, right. me flirt with you just right. Did you want a beer? Absolutely, I can get you a beer. Why the hell are you getting an 18-year-old a beer? Because an attractive man who's visiting yeah. your house asked for one. The legal, age was well, eight, legal age was 18 back then. Yeah, huh? and she's old enough to fight in the war. He's old enough to have a beer. That's right. But it's just interesting to me. Things that she she knows the stuff she's supposed to do. Yeah, no, that's, those are yeah. good points. So, uh, you know, so transitioning that and our juxtaposing that against the, the send-off dinner with Don and the girls. We, have, we kind of touched this a little bit. Um, that, uh, you know, the girls flirting with Don, I thought he handled it appropriately. Did, did you feel so like he was too. flirting I back? I No, I don't feel like he was flirting okay. that much, except yeah, for, like, he, when he lit her cigarette a little bit right. or something there. There's, there's that thin line between being charming and, and throwing a party for your daughter and making sure everybody had a good time and right. flirting with the girl who's laying it down a little too thick. That's, yeah. A, yeah. that's a, it's a wishy-washy place. I loved when Sally was like, I just want to eat dinner. <laughs> yes. I don't want to talk man. about my dreams. Right. I don't want to hear you talk anymore. What's right. wrong with you? But he didn't do anything. I, I, I agree with you. He was—he seemed like he behaved. I thought so, he was just his typical self, normal self. I, I did too. I did, so, but I did like Sally. I think Sally touched on this earlier. I think Sally calling her, him out on calling his parents out on that whole sort of like you know getting by on your looks and when you get attention and I don't want to be like you. But Don's response, I thought, was very fatherly and very sweet. I, it, it really it, again, it really it actually moved me a little bit. Like say, like you know, look, you are like us. You're beautiful. But it's up to you to be something more. Like you're going to be more. And I thought that was really, really good. It's just good fatherly advice to your daughter. Even though she's kind of talking to himself too. Like we were talking, and he's also talking to himself. Like so much fatherly advice. You just those moments where you're like, oh crap, I just said that. But am I doing that? Uh, (laughs) Right. Maybe not. But do do you think it landed? What do you think was first of all? Do you think it was genuine advice? He was all you know projected back to himself. A and you think it landed with Sally at all? Or do you think she just blew it off? I think. I think stuff lands with Sally more than we realize. And I think the scene that when she calls um, Glenn's mother, apparently, uh-huh. that scene of her on the phone is, I loved that scene yeah, of yeah. her. That was really Because great. she acted this certain way, but then when she thought about it and then she was calling, you know, to apologize and yeah. had to say goodbye, she realizes the, the seriousness of it. Right, right. And so I think she does realize things more than we give her credit for. Right. Yes. I thought so, too. Okay. All right. So that, that's, that's that. So we'll, I mean, you know, we'll, 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 who knows what's next for Don Draper. Let's go back and talk briefly about Joan um, and her trip to L.A. Um, and, you know, Joan and Lou seems- Avery. I thought we were done with him and then all of a sudden Rick, he pops in the L.A. Yeah, damn monkey. The I don't remember Beetle, the name. Monkey, monkey, it's like Beetle Bailey kind of thing. It's Bailey like, Monkey. Yeah. He's Wasn't like, that like Scout's Honor? Scout's Honor. Scout's Honor. Nice pull. Scout's uh, Honor. He had a meeting at Hanna-Barbera. The directions are right. Jesus. Sunset the Highland. Hit the yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, where's he going where's he in the going? valley? I'm trying to think about it. It's Hanna-Barbera. Hanna-Barbera. Oh, that's hilarious. I hope he sells it, damn it. I hope Scott Zahner makes it. <laughs> makes makes a ton of money. Well, I mean, we learned that he's working way more on his cartoon than he is. Oh, yeah. Anything with advertising. And so. again, follow your dreams. What 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 does he want? This is something like you know what's what's what, what's out there for him. Scott Zahner. Scott Zahner. Yeah. This damn monkey. Like this damn monkey is going to be over huge. Stupid pharmaceutical account. Like I, I, Scott 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 Zahner is going to be huge. So. um uh, Joan's in LA. Uh, she, you know, it seems to love it, ordering the room service, and then seems to be, love the life away from enjoying her Enjoying it, yeah. Enjoying it. And, um, uh, and then, you know, goes to have this wonderful sort of, uh, these secret interviews, and then runs into my man, Bruce Greenwood. Bruce Greenwood. What a charmer. You it's all him. I got. I love him. He was so good. 
I mean, he wears a leisure suit like no other. Oh, <laughs> I mean, did you, I love his Reagan outfit at the his last outfit with Yo, the belt with the and, the, and, the, and the and the and the yeah. Not since Mister Furley has a, has a brother worn a leisure suit oh. and, a, and an ascot scarf. That was <laughs> that well. That was straight that was Ronald, Ronald Reagan. And that Ronald was Reagan stuff right Ronald there. Ronald Reagan, Governor of California, action right there. So uh, he was smooth. What do you, you think of his moves? His, his smooth move with the business card. I liked him. I thought that you know we in the last time we saw Joan with um, what's the guy's name that offered he proposed to her and she turned it down. Oh, because she wants to actually find. Real love, right, right, right. right. Um, oh, Benson. Benson, yeah, Benson, yeah. And so at first, I was like, "Oh, this could be her chance right. to have everything that she wants and right. have real love and have that, you know, have someone who has his own money and will allow her to do her own thing." And right. That seems to be everything that she could want. He so. seems genuine. I mean, he seems a little too good to be true. I mean, I don't, maybe I'm, maybe I'm doing the wrong. Well, we learned that, you know. It's a, I don't think with the whole kid situation, I don't know if it'll last. Right. Since he th- says he's done raising kids, he's sort of ping ponging back and forth. Yeah, Jones, Jones, but like, I don't know. What, what did you What did you think of the whole? I, I thought I thought he was terrific. I th- smooth as hell. First off. Like, hey, so. A woman like you asked me if I'm so and so. I'm so and so. I mean, that was good. He had. He's like Robert Wagner in Heart oh, to Heart. He, yeah, he, that? he was smooth as hell. And now everybody's going he, Heart to Heart. These guys are old as hell. Old as hell. I already dropped the Mr. Furley earlier. Oh like, man, Google Mr. Furley. Um, so um, no, and the line about uh, you know, you know, you know, cancel your flight. We're gonna drive up to um, PC, right? Malibu. Have a lobster. Have a lo- lobster at those tourist <laughs> traps. Where everybody's asking each other, "Get man." Then we're gonna go up to Santa Barbara at the Biltmore. I'm gonna watch you get in and out of the pool. I was like, like oh. I'm like, come on. I'm like, well, I'm writing that down. Get in out pool. Oh, pool. Watch you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, he's good. Pretty oh, well. so good, man, and yeah. so smooth. And I bought him. That's what I love about him because he's always, as an actor, he's so relaxed. Right. And so, like when he, when he's laying there in bed with her, and 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 she's she and he's she says, "What are you?" Movie producer too. He goes no. Exactly. Like the way he yeah. said, it, I was like, no, he's, he's a real guy. I'm gonna try that line on them like Mathis. I like. I want to put you in the Biltmore on the pool. On the. <laughs> God. I want you to watch in and out of the pool. You watch me get in and out of the pool. Lobster. Shit. I want you to be a lobster in the pool. You guys aren't, <laughs> you guys aren't gonna get any no? responses. Right. No. Right. Uh, but we were talking about this earlier. Um, I don't think Joan was out of place by not being upfront about her kid. In that oh, like, situation, when they're in LA, and he's like, right. "Do you have any mouths? Do you have mouths? Oh, oh, right. oh, she's you like, have I just have feed. the job that I've always wanted, which right. isn't a lie, exactly. you know. And she, at this point, probably doesn't think that it's going any further than it is. They're in LA, it's a flame, and this you is know? nothing that any of the guys on the show haven't done, right? So, yeah, well, let me, let me. Don doesn't come out about Sally and all the other kids. Sure. No, you're right. like, no, you're you know right. what I mean? I, I, yeah, she, no, I think and, she's cool. And I get it. And I totally get it. And I just thought because uh, you know, I, in, at the end of this thing, he 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 gets mad. And and I know that 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 people you know respond to that, and you did, and I, I it makes sense. But in fairness, she he did say, "So you have mouths to feed." She said, "No." That was him asking if there's a kid. And the second time you watch it, you watch the relief on his smile, and you're like, "Oh." All right, now I get it. Now, now right. I saw it a little well, bit. Well, this is how I took that conversation. So she said, I have to work just because, you know, she's worked so hard to get to where she is. She's right. gone through a lot of things to get there. And, um, and he's just like, Oh, the only reason you would have to work is because you have mouths to feed. She could be proud of her job. She, she's not, she doesn't have to work because of her he son. She could question. marry, she could marry rich and not have to worry Fair about enough. feeding her son. So her honest answer is no, I've, 
gotten to this point. That's true. You could interpret it from that. You could yeah, interpret it that. I'm still in on this one. Worked hard to get there. You, That's why she has to work. She has. I got that, you. You know that Don. Don has to work. Right. I got you. Well, the question she he was work. asking was, you. "Do she you have kids? kids?" I know. The she, question she answered was, "No, I don't need the job to feed people." She admitted it. Right. She didn't. She's a millionaire. She's got money about it. She's got. She got a million bucks at least. She doesn't. She need to worry about it. So maybe that was her response, right? But he obviously was asking a different question. Right. I love Joan. I'm always just on her side. I got you. With her, with her small teeth. But, 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 but so she thought it was a fling, <laughs> and then, you know, you know, uh, Greenwood being Greenwood, he's on the phone. I'm in town. Like, you know, so she's oh, like, all of your that, happy ass to New York is more is more like it. I had no reason to come yeah, here. Yeah, is that the next day he does that? Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is pretty great. Yeah. Uh, where are we having dinner? Should I pick you up at the office? Oh, I mean, that was, that was great. That was a good line when he was also, just like, where are we going for dinner? That was also great. Um, and then, so, I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, he, you know, he, he used the word heel twice, but even said after at dinner, like, okay, it's no problem with me. And he got her to the hotel and he's like, I, I would be a heel and tell you after this, but, you know, I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to be with kids. I thought that moment. That's why I thought this guy may be on the level because he, if he was really a jerk face, he'd have he done it. He'd gone to first. bed and then said, "Get out," and then said, yeah. it. It's great." But that's so. not what he did. And and I thought his 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 frustration was so genuine because you know, well, you, you you can't go to the pyramids. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. And it was obvious. Like this is what he's made. He, he you know, you got to think. He, he walked away from a twenty two year marriage because he needs. He wanted this. This is what he needs to do. And then he's he's putting himself back in that spot again, is how he's seeing it. Right. And you know, maybe you know, you can look at it from I guess from either point of view. Like, is 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 the woman quote unquote the trap, or is the family the trap, or is it a mental thing? Right. Is it the person you are with? But either way, he has this idea that he's going to go to the pyramids and he's going to go travel all over Europe. He's going to do that on his schedule. He's got the money to do it. He finally meets, or not finally, but he meets the woman he wants to do this with. He's got it all worked out. As far as he's concerned, she already said he doesn't have any time to kids. So you're just you're just an account executive uh, of uh, out out and about. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Let's go do it. And then she's like, Oh, but here's my four year old. He's like, Damn it. Right. You know. And now he's got an emotional investment in her, and he's buying a house in New York, but not on Twelfth Street. Wow. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, I'm not living down there. No. <laughs> yeah, I'll, get a, like, okay. I'll get a different place. Yeah, nice place by the park. You can come visit us. <laughs> uh, that, which one was talked about was very cool. Uh, I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting, I am right? too. He's yeah. like the Roger that that, that, that that could have been. You know, he's like, he's yeah. got a very similar archetype, but uh, but he's, he's probably able to actually, you know, stay with her. All right. Well, uh, good episode. I mean, you know, we, we, we saw a lot of everyone. We'll see where this thing goes. Uh, we have four left. To sort of get, I get. I don't think we're getting any kind of real resolution, but hopefully we'll get somewhere where we get to a solid landing place with these characters again. I don't want to flash forward, but we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, how about some predictions then? Mm. And now you're after Buzz TV. Like I said earlier, I'm not the best at predicting. This show. Perfect. That way you can go, you can go first. Uh, my only thing would probably be with Roger. Every time we see him, he is always like, I'm so busy, blah, blah, blah. And we know he doesn't have the strongest heart, so I feel like at the end of this, he might maybe have another heart attack. Oh. I don't want to say that, because he's my favorite one. Don't but also, I want to see more of him, though, if he's I not going right? to if he's not gonna just kind of fizzle mustache. off. Yeah. Would you, that mustache uh, is no. pretty terrible. Oh, I want that thing shaved off so bad. <laughs> that shit off your face. They're really this experimenting with the facial hair. Oh, this, it was an awful time. 1970, 1970, yeah. everybody grew goofy hair. Look at you. You got hair on your face. Yeah, but I keep it trimmed to douche level. This They're is important. Right. Someone, right. Uh, I was looking on Twitter earlier at the Mad Men hashtag, and someone like photoshopped everyone with with the mustache, <laughs> like Peggy. <laughs> and everyone had just crazy facial hair. It's pretty funny. 
Uh, that's a pretty bold prediction, by the way, the death of Roger. So I, 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 I mean, I like that one. I don't want it, but I like. Well, I don't, it. you know, Joe? it's something. I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> I like it. I'm not making any predictions this season because this is the end of it, and I want to be surprised, and I'm not going to get invested in anything. And so I know we're supposed to make predictions, but I'm not going to do it. That was the biggest cop out ever. Whatever, <laughs> I, you call it what you want. Rock out with your cop out. What? Oh, that's mean spirited. And you know what? I, 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 I don't. I just, I have the job I always wanted, and I don't have any kids. So, um, no, I'm not. I'm not making any predictions. All right, well, How about I, you, Joe Braswell? What are your I'll predictions? Predict. I'll, I'll I wish you would. I'll go way out. There. What do you got? I predict. Yeah. No, I, no, I, I predict that. Uh, I think that you know uh, Bruce Greenwood's character, my man's Richard. Name. I think Richard and uh, Scott Sonner dude will have a lot to do. I mean, they're going to come back, sort of as, as people who are actually realizing their dreams and going after sort of what they want to go. Do down. you think Lou and the Monkey are coming back? I do. I think Lou and the Monkey will come, are coming back, and I think that you know somehow they're going to connect it to Don, sort of realizing, oh, well, look at these guys. They're doing their. They're, they're doing. Their they're following their dreams. So Why is not? Don coming to California? Is California where you exercise your dreams? I don't know. Maybe. My favorite line of this hmm. episode. Is when Peggy says, "Why don't you tell me all your dreams so I can shit yeah, all over that was them?" Great. That, was great. <laughs> that was my favorite that was, part. That was amazing. Uh, well, great, great episode. Uh, thanks for joining us, Joe Flippo. Where can the kids find you? Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Joe Flippo, J O E F L I P O, and my website is josephsanflippo.com. All right, Sterling. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sterling Cates. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe K Braswell. Uh, Matthew Lieberman, you can find him on all of his various places. And Lieber friends. And Lieber friends. Lieber friends. Lieber friends. Oh, and thank you for, I forgot to do my, my extended iTunes shout out that Lieberman always does, but thank you for listening and watching on iTunes. Lieber will make for, up for it next week. Yes, he will. I uh, will see you. Thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.